Welcome to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo, your podcast for all things holistic health and wellness from a Christian worldview. All right, we are back today so we can talk about raising a healthy toddler. What is that? Oh my gosh. What's a healthy toddler, Kate? And you're and you're in your mind cuz I know what I think is a healthy healthy toddler. What is a healthy toddler? Ooh, you're putting me on the spot with this definition, aren't you? I am. This is good. Guys, I'm throwing her off her game. She's she's a prepared person and I'm I'm making Ooh, her shoot off. Yeah, I know. I do like to be prepared. I guess in my eyes, a healthy toddler is one that has a lot of vitality, a lot of energy. They make good eye contact. They are desiring to learn and they have an ability to occupy their time on their own for at least a small period of time. Okay. So a child that's well, well acclimated to life. Yes. They're and growing. Can handle so like every kid has their own personalities but obviously they can handle social interactions they can handle tagging along with you as you go to different places yeah they're yeah. growing and learning to become a mini adult how about that mini adult i like that a growing <laughs> mini adult Well, I can guarantee you uh, one of the first things that we're going to talk about is probably what our child puts in their mouth. Is that correct? That would be absolutely Boom, correct. baby. Didn't even look at the notes yet. And I, <laughs> and I knew that was going to be. Food is the nutritional blueprint for your DNA. So if you're not fueling your body well, you are not going to feel well. So yes, food is important. And I want you to know that I feel like every toddler probably gets addicted to certain foods but they can only get addicted to the foods that you let them have. And so our daughter definitely has some very strong preferences, but they're all things that I'm okay with her eating in abundance because that was they were cleared by me before they entered her mouth. That's good. You can only get addicted to something you allow yourself to consume. Yes. That's good on like that's like that's like a multidimensional revelation. Yes. <laughs> I I mean, think of whether whether that's, you know, drugs and alcohol, whether that's pornography, whether that's food, whatever, that's, that's so good. I'm sorry, I'm just having a re- revelation right now. You can only <laughs> become addicted to something that you allow yourself to consume. That's that's deep. I know, we have a lot of parents be like, oh, my kids will only eat chicken nuggets. And I always used to say, I'm curious how many times a child has to eat chicken nuggets to decide, yeah, no, that's the only food I think I'm gonna eat moving I, forward. <laughs> I'm, willing, I'm willing to cry for about three hours until they give me that, yeah. Um, so some of the foods that our daughter is addicted to um, is yogurt, these fruit and vegetable <laughs> pouches. I mean, hands down, those are her favorite item of food to consume. Cottage cheese, I mean literally anything pickled. Pickled raw onions, regular pickles, it doesn't matter. If it's pickled, she loves it. Mm sauce she loves to dip her food in something so she's a daddy's girl she is i I can feed her whatever i want if i put ketchup on the side i kid you not but usually whatever she's eating first becomes a vehicle only for the ketchup like if it's like a thing like if like we have like sweet potato fries she'll use one fry and just eat (laughs) most of the ketchup and just keep licking the fry eventually she'll 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 turn around but it's it's funny (laughs) um she loves my homemade bread with homemade butter smoothies eggs um you just listed like 12 things that she's I addicted know, to. I know, but she has like a core diet of things that she like loves. Yeah. And she doesn't maybe enjoy branching outside of that. But if you have a kid that's kind of picky or um, maybe not as diverse in the culinary experience as you would love them to be, some of the things that I found earlier than I thought, having her be a part of the cooking experience has made a massive difference. 
we got one of those learning towers about the time that she was able to stand. And I just put her at the counter and I give her bits and pieces of whatever I'm cooking with, whether that's tomatoes or avocados or onions. And I give her like this little tiny butter knife and let her pretend work with the food. And I have just found that whatever I'm cooking with, she wants to eat and I don't have to ask her. She probably would never eat it if I just put it plainly on her little plate at the kitchen table. But if she's cooking with it and learning to prepare it, she's really interested in what things taste like. And so like a bell pepper is something she would never eat at the dinner table, but she will totally chow down on while we're cooking. And avocado is another one. So really, I know it can be messy and I know it can take longer and be a bit of a drain on your time and energy. But if you can involve your kids in cooking, whether that's salting the food, stirring the pot, whatever stage of life you're in, letting them be a part and handle the food makes such a big difference. Well, and that, that does prep them for the rest of their life too, having a joy of cooking. I mean, you learned that yes, as a young age, yeah. That's true. Yeah. And I feel like it just familiarizes them with ingredients. It doesn't seem weird to see a head of broccoli on the table because she's been playing with it since she was one. Well, and it's funny too, the, the more you expose them, the more they just have an understanding of where food comes from and what, I mean, to me, this 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 whole, our whole conversation about natural versus synthetic or, or, or you know man-made things versus things that are found in nature, I just think it's so it's so cool to when you make your own stuff, you get to, you get to kind of pull the veil back behind yes. the different processes, like how soap is made or how uh, you know when you when when you get a whole chicken versus a processed chicken, and you get to see oh that's where the breast is that that's where a, a drumstick comes from. This mm-hmm. it's it's it it's really it's cool. an educational process. It's really cool and. This next tip for getting your kids to eat more well-rounded, I don't know if this is a universal thing or just an our house thing. So take it with a grain of salt. Yes. We ignore her at the dinner table. (laughs) And I had all these visions of being like this wonderful Christian family and asking questions and interacting. And I know we'll get there one day. But the more that we respond to her, the more dramatic she wants to become and throw food and not eat food. And she kind of becomes larger than life in becomes kind of obstinate it's really hard to ignore her though because she is so stupid cute and she is very cute yeah but we andrew and i put her at the dinner table and then we just simply sit down and eat our dinner um almost as if she's not there and it seems to be that she really watches what we're doing and she starts to slowly engage exactly how we are and then it starts to bother her if she's not eating exactly what we're eating like if i thought maybe she didn't want a handful of peas now she wants them because we're eating them and if she's the driving force behind wanting it on her plate i think everyone knows if a toddler doesn't want something on their plate if it's even touching their plate the whole plate's off limits yeah and so we kind of slowly let her ask for things and want more of it well this is a psychological thing too that even i do with kate and she does with me <laughs> Oh, are you going to spill a secret now that I'm going to be on to you? Yes. At some point, all you have to do is think that something is your idea and you're way more bought in. I mean, this is psychology 101, right? If it's your idea, obviously you for sure have already made up in your mind that it's a good idea. But if somebody else tells you you have, so if my wife's like, hey, Andrew, you, you know, you're looking a little chunky. Maybe we, maybe, maybe. Oh, I have never uh, no, said no, this, that. This, this, oh this, my this, goodness. This is, this is a. This Don't is give a, me a bad rap. No, this is a hypothetical. <laughs> she would never say this. But she's like, hey, Andrew, you know, fatherhood's been a little rough to you. Maybe you should try to lose a few pounds. Me hearing that, it's, it's a big gulp. It's a big pill to swallow. It's, it's, but if I come to the realization, I look in the mirror, maybe I jump on the scale. Maybe I realize some pants don't fit or a shirt doesn't fit the way it used to. Or you see a picture. Or I see a picture. 
and it, and it, all of a sudden it's my idea that oh, man I should lose yeah maybe I should I should try to you know just you know be really more tight tighten up my 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 my, my what I'm what I'm consuming what how active I'm getting if it's my idea I'm gonna bind to that way more and so and vice versa if, if I'm like hey Kate we need to paint this cut this 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 wall or I need to put my guitar hanging up right there she's gonna go Andrew no but all of a sudden her mom comes in and is like hey Kate this would be really cool and she's like oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, my mom is like a design expert. She is. So I, 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 I love my mother-in-law, Stacy. She's phenomenal. Um, Stacy, if you're listening to this, I really do appreciate you because you, you get Kate to do a lot of things that I want. It's just great. So, <laughs> but back to the toddler, right? When toddlers yeah. are when they when it's their idea, they think that it's their idea to do this. They're, they're way, way more, more adaptable. Modern. Yeah. Um, and thirdly, if your kid's not eating the quality that you want, maybe start homemaking from scratch the food that they do like. So rather than buying chicken nuggets from McDonald's, um, either buying a really high quality brand like Applegate or making your own and just kind of making that slow transition to, okay, maybe it's not the most nutritionally dense food, but I'm okay with the quality of the ingredients that are in it. Yeah, it's good. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo. If you have any questions or topic ideas, you can reach out to the Daily Well Podcast on our website myhopefm.net just click podcast two passive toys wait so what was one we talked so much what was the oh, first one one was food just right. power food. powerhouse nutrition powerhouse nutrition sorry i'm just i'm putting myself in your in the in the, the listener's point of view we, we talked for 20 minutes about we something totally get, covered a lot of yes. topic there so um, food powerhouse food fuel yeah. nutrition good um the second to- or the second step, I guess, in our house in raising a healthy toddler is to encourage the use of passive toys. I really have steered clear of allowing her to have toys that are flashing, that sing songs, that plug in, that have batteries, mostly because those toys have a set purpose. They'll sing you a song or they will do one thing. And once that one thing has been accomplished, they get bored and move on. And it teaches the kid to be entertained by the object or the toy rather than creating and using their imagination to play with a toy. And I had read a study a long time ago about Legos and the IQ of kids that built with plain basic Lego sets and had to use their imagination versus building very specific Lego sets that came with a blueprint for how you build them. And it just, it really increases the mental fortitude of a child to learn how to play with an object and to use their imagination. And they just don't get bored as easily. I think boredom is an awesome thing for kids to experience in general. And our daughter often does on long car rides, but to be able to just be creative and to build that muscle in their body is awesome. And it makes them a lot more active in general because she's always moving around, playing with a toy rather than just sitting there kind of watching a screen. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of other reasons too. I mean, we did a, a, a educational series with a local uh, pediatric opt- ophthalmologist um, and just talking about how your body develops, how your eyes develop, how your peripheral vision, your spatial awareness, your 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 coordination develops, being able to see things and touch things and tangibly work with them as yeah, opposed to just Yeah, I think he it. had a lot of ADHD clients that really didn't have an attention deficit disorder as much as a ocular Yeah, so I mean, I mean really the issue. idea is if, if you can't track something in space well, you can't read well. If you're gonna go to school and sit for eight hours a day and, and be told you have to look at a book, and you can't spatially follow and track when you're reading, it's gonna be frustrating. And so what are you gonna do? You're gonna stop reading, right? Because maybe you get a headache because your eyes hurt, right? I mean, it just, so there's a lot of cool things 
just again doing doing it nature's way, doing it God's way. Not saying yeah. that screens are bad, because I'm sure you're probably listening to this on a device of some sort, whether it's a screen on a phone or a computer, and it's in the background maybe while you're while you're gone. Well, technology definitely has yeah. value. It's yeah. just something we intentionally keep our toddler away from. Yeah. In this season of life. Yeah. The next one is we really prioritize a lot of outdoor adventures. We want her to explore. We want her to ask questions and be excited to discover more of the creation that God has given us. And so we love to take them or take her to places that has very few restrictions. So like a big park, for example, where she has the freedom to run around, decide on her own where she wants to walk. It's much less restrictive than perhaps a sidewalk with the busy street right near to it, where I really kind of have to keep her on a short leash Literally and figuratively, right? <laughs> yes. We, we're, we're not going to talk about child leashing here because that's, that's that just seems. <laughs> but sometimes I know any parent that's listening goes, "Yeah, I would like to. I, like, <laughs> I would like to have had my child on a leash at some point." And uh, yeah. But yeah, just being intentional to take your kid places that they have the freedom to explore and it, climb. Yeah, and use their bodies in new ways. Like it's just a lot of fun for them. It's great. It's great for them to grow again, even just to develop. And you can't develop those skills if if like your daughter. Or your son can never like sprint through an open field. They're never going to learn that. They're going to be really clumsy if they grow up never being able to run or to, to do things. So yeah, giving her the freedom. We have a video the on space my, to do it. We have a video on my phone of her just sprinting down this hill and she like totally face painted, but like popped right back <laughs> but up. But she loved it. She loved it. And again, that's her learning her balance, learning her, learning her body's awareness of where she is in space. Um, you know that's why even I'm going to go to this the sports analogy. Um, you know, they say that students and athletes that, that usually do more than one sport when they're younger are better athletes overall because they have better body awareness. My wife mm-hmm. was a gymnast, and even though she didn't do anything else but gymnastics because she pursued it to the highest level, gymnasts typically, uh, when they're, they start when they're young, they learn core strength, they learn body control, they learn all these things. They are phenomenal at being able to do whatever they want because they've had that training before at a young age. So it's really important for your kids to be active as a young age. Not that you have to like put them in a regimented thing, but this is a great way to get them outside and just just explore, do things, yes. it's fun. The next one that we do intentionally is let her play in the dirt. The There is such an incredible microbiome within the soil that gets transferred to you. And there are so many studies about people with pets or that garden that have less rates of allergies and certain kind of more random health issues because their gut lining is really strengthened by the consumption of these microorganisms. And so we thought, well, one, we certainly need a dog. So we got a dog years ago um, and just enjoyed the health benefits of having (laughs) our dog. (laughs) He makes us healthier, Um, But no, I do. I let my daughter come out and garden with me almost every day. I have a pot of soil and a little spade that she's able to dig in and play in. And she's learning how to harvest things like radishes and lettuce out of our garden. Um, but even the other day, we were adding some soil to our garden, and she climbed into the entire bag. She was, I mean, literally covered head to toe in dirt. Yeah, you might be able to find that on our social media. I, I don't know, but it's 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 it was funny. so cute. It's funny. Yeah. But yes, let your kids be kids. Let them get dirty. Let them get the soil under their nails and come in and need a bath because that is where you're really building their immune systems. Yeah, I think the next area we want to talk to is, is just it's on back on parents is let them let the, let your toddler let your children see you living a healthy lifestyle yes. and let them be a part of it yeah 
Our daughter loves to pick up our three pound weights and do squats with them and which is a testimony stretches. that she actually does see us do those. She has, we didn't just teach her that. She actually sees us. I think toddlers learn more by observing than they do by being told, right? Well, their mirror neurons are firing at such an incredible rate in yeah. that season of life that yeah. they are really looking to mimic what they see you doing. Yep. And so it's a really good encouragement for us to make sure that we are doing things that we want her doing, aka like not sitting on the couch, just scrolling mindlessly, um, but reading our Bibles, but you know, cooking in the kitchen, working out, engaging in social interactions. We allow her to be a part of all of that so that she can develop those skills as well. Yeah, it's important. They, they, they're children are sponges. They, they look, they, they stay, they, they copy what they see. They absorb everything they see. And yeah, it's a, it should, this should be yeah. a convicting note and, and, and to all the parents out there. A lot of times your kids are a reflection of you. So mm-hmm. they really good, are good, bad, indifferent. Sometimes you gotta look yourself in the mirror and and answer a hard question. Should yeah, I literally been? down to the way that our daughter stands with her hand against a cupboard and crosses <laughs> her leg over. It kind of looks at you. Uh, my husband never realized that he uh, took that posture. Quite I'm doing often. it right now. My legs are crossed. I'm standing up. You know, I, I didn't realize I have a sassy stance. And if you want to raise a healthy toddler, you know there are so many contributing factors, but it all starts with intentionality and the desire to do your best. I think most parents have that. And so really just kind of look at when my child leaves my house at the age of 18, what qualities do I want to have endowed in them? What Mm. character traits? Yeah. And, you know, if that's being able to eat healthy and cook healthy and to exercise and to be a productive contributor to society, making sure that even at the earliest of ages that they are developing those skills is just we stripped it all back and kind of started from there. I think what you're talking about is just being intentional. I think a lot of this can be boiled down to just actually have a plan. Don't just kind of haphazardly happen to parenting. I know a lot of people do that, and that's not a knock against them, but I heard somebody describe this to me once, and it dealt with health, but it's it's true in any aspect of life. You don't just accidentally happen to be in good shape. It's mm, because there's been good. there's been intentional, and maybe it's just the job that you had, or maybe you know you're an active person, but you don't just accidentally get to be like shredded, or you don't just accidentally get to be like super obese. You're that those are destinations that have lots of a long journey behind them and steps along the way. So I'm not calling anybody out. I'm just telling you. Yeah, if you're a parent and you're like, man, I don't know what to do, here's some great points to start with, right? Yep. Just be intentional. What do you want your kid? Do you want your kid to be to be, you know, healthy? Be healthy with them. Do things with them. Do you want them to to, to eat well? I mean, you gotta eat well. They can't yeah. see you putting your hand in the cookie jar and then tell them they can't because they're gonna see a double standard and that's gonna that's gonna confuse them. So yeah. We hope you found this helpful. If you want more tips, we do share quite a bit on our Instagram page at the Daily Wall Collective. And feel free to send us a DM or shoot us an email at the dailywellcollective at gmail.com as well. We would be happy to share any more little tidbits about raising our daughter that we can. And again, we don't have everything figured out. We're just doing the best that we can with what we know. And that's what this is all about. Being being smart, but also being real. And yes. so we, we love you guys. We pray that the Lord is, is working through what we're doing. Uh, we're all flawed people, but we, we feel like we all have a... a a purpose and value in this life and so um yeah join us next time have a blessed week thanks for listening to the daily well podcast with andrew and kate seppo we pray that you're able to take a piece of information back to use for your health journey and if you'd like to reach out to us you can at myhopefm.net just click podcast